house is on Wednesday nights when we gather here in worship, we gather around and let a student speak. We let a student share their testimony and their experience with God. And we do that every week. We could hear from Max again, like we do every Sunday. Um, But we do that to come together and to share the experiences we have and to share what's important to us and what we feel and what brings us together in that holy Christian community. So this week, y'all are inflicted with me speaking and inflicted with what I have to say. Um, And what I have to say was, is usually pretty hard for me to speak. I always have a lot of trouble coming up with what to say. This is fifth or sixth, seventh, some amount of times that I've spoken in front of us. And I always have a lot of trouble coming up with what to say. In fact, last week, I was having so much trouble, I offhandedly asked Ben over here what I should talk about. Because I had no idea. I didn't feel anything. I felt very, it it was a very strange sort of lack of understanding. And Ben said patience. He said it very offhandedly. I don't think he probably even remembers it. But it, for some reason, that's the thing that stuck with me. And that's the chord that I think God called me to hit hit on this week. And so I hope through my speaking and through what I have to say, we can all learn something. I can learn, I don't know, how to speak better. And y'all can learn something about me and something about the patience of God. So will you all bow your heads in prayer with me? Dear God, bless these words that I'm about to give. Let some of your understanding come through me. And let me speak the truth as well as I can. In your holy name I pray. Amen. So, like I said, I had a really hard time coming up with what to say. I usually have a really hard time coming up with what to say. Any kind of talking. I'm not a great smooth talker. I'm not a great talker of any kind. When I was little, much littler than I am now, I still feel like I'm pretty little, but when I was younger, I had a really bad issue. I could, it was an issue that really stopped me from talking to anyone. and was something that held me back from having friendships or having, I guess, people my own age to talk to. I stuttered like no one's business. I, it, got, it was to the point where I couldn't, have a commu- I couldn't have a conversation, except maybe with my feet sometimes. And through a lot of years and through a lot of work, I learned how to stop that. There are exercises you do when you stutter. You can learn where to control your tongue. You learn where to like hold your chest, different things like that. They sound really weird talking about them, but there are things that I had to do to learn how to talk, even to have a converse, one-on-one conversation, let alone speak in front of this, a group like this. Um, and through that experience, I learned a lot. But through that experience, I was also frustrated. I was angry, I was frustrated. I was like 10. Can you imagine being 10 years old and not being able to communicate? Not being able to talk to really anyone? It was probably one of the 
it, it's probably one of the experiences that shaped, has shaped my life the most. Because working through that, working through, every, working through everything that was involved in that, taught me something. It taught me how to truly be patient. And I'm not talking about patience of waiting in line for an ice cream cone or the patience of working, the, working and washing the dishes. I'm talking through a patience that you can only know if you're angry and you're cynical and you're kind of bitter. It's really weird for me to say that as a 10-year-old I was angry, cynical, or bitter. But that's, looking back on it now, I figure that's what I was. Because I saw the world, and I saw the world around me as something that was holding me back. Something that kept me down, that I wasn't good enough for it. In a lot of ways, that's still how I view the world. But I found, through a lot of help, and through prayer, and through the community, the people here, that that's not all that the world has to give. So I'm drawn a lot to a reading in Psalm, which is what I've based this talk on. Um, well, very loosely. And so it's Psalm 139, uh, and I'll only read a part of it. It's 11 through 14, if anyone wants to follow along in their Bible. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my, in, my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's room. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. We all join me in prayer. God, we know we are made in your image because that's what you've told us. And we know that we should accept that and we should love, love ourselves and love each other for that. Please help us to do just that and to become holy in your name. Amen. So I go back to that Bible verse a lot. The, light, the night becomes light to God. No matter how what situation we're in, no matter how dark, no matter how, impro no matter how profane, that's, nothing, that's meaningless to God because it is the light around us. It is the light that he always sees. We're made wonder, we are made wonderfully of him and we have to know that. So when I look back at the world and look back at what I felt like I was dealt, all I can think is I don't know, strangely gratitude. Because I look through all the work that I put in and all the things that that had to teach me and I think that has made me who I am. That has made me somebody who can carry on a conversation, who can stand up in front of this even though I'm terrified and share some part of me, even if that part's small. And then I look at the new semester, and then I look at the new semester. I don't know about y'all, but I'm always, this is always the worst time of a semester for me. I always feel so much trepidation. 
because you're handed the syllabus, you're handed the homeworks for the semester, you're handed, you're starting to read your textbook and it looks like Russian and you're a math major. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that joke finally landed at some point. And so I, and so the world is something that feels like it's turning against you again. Right, you feel over, I feel overwhelmed. I can't speak for any of you, but I feel overwhelmed. I feel overworked. And I haven't even started homework. I know, Jay. <laughs> but, I ha- but I have to look at it in terms of the patience God has given me. And the patience that I've learned through his word and his experience. Because I look at it and I say, I say to myself, usually probably in an insane way that people would look at me weird in class, that I'm wonderfully made, that we're wonderfully made. We have the capability to handle anything put before us. The trials, the tribulations, the new semester, the old semester, life, Everything can, be found, everything can be subsumed into one outlook. Right? God, didn't say that the dark, God didn't say that the darkest night is still dark. God didn't say that the night in the middle of a hurricane is still dark. God didn't say that when all the lights fail, it's still dark. No, he said there was light. Actually, that was David who said there was light, but I feel like it was inspired. And so I look at the world and I look around me and I look at the faces of everyone in here, even Ryan who's scowling at me, and I, <laughs> I see hope. And I'm reminded of what Tommy was saying, of what Tommy said two Sundays ago that we have hope when we look to strive to fulfill a promise, the promise of God, and that we have knowledge and surety of that promise. And what I'm trying to say is, I understand the cynicism and I understand the bitterness because I have that all the time. I really, no one is more cynical than I am. And that's not a good quality, but that's a quality that's true. And when we look at the world and we look at the things that fall short of God's promise to us, pain, tests, life, it's easy to lose sight and it's easy to be caught up in darkness. But that's not what we're called to do. At least that's not what I feel like I'm called to do. Because I, I look at the hope and I look at the promise and I'm angry. I'm angry that it's not immediately fulfilled, that I don't have it now. Right? That I don't immediately have an A, that I don't, the world isn't a peaceful place, that we aren't given everything that we're told we should get. And then I think of Patience. And I think back to the stuttering. 
Because I think back and I say, what was I given from that experience? What was I given from the ability to talk, to see, to interact really with people in a way that I could never before? And that experience is the thing that, in a lot of ways, carries me through, or what I learned from that experience. Because I've seen, I've felt hopelessness, and I felt impatience. I wanted the instant gratification. We wanted the promise fulfilled. But that's not what was given to us. We were given incompleteness. We were given a world that we're told is broken, and I'm sure y'all can quote the Bible better than I can. But we live in a world of hope, and we live in a world of promise. We live in one where through our trials and through what we learn and through what we are given, we become better, we become stronger, we become hopeful. So what I'm trying to talk about, what I, I guess what the central message that I've been talking about tonight is that there is darkness. That's really melodramatic. I've been melodramatic this whole time. But there is hardship. There are things that bring us down. In a lot of ways, it can be as grand as looking at the world and looking at all the bad things that happen. Or it can be as small as getting a parking ticket, failing a test, losing a homework assignment. All of those things weigh on us, and all of those things are things that we look at at the beginning of the semester, and they start to clog, and they start to bear down. But we have to look at them as what they are, as promises being fulfilled, as things that are going to get us to a better, get us to a better place, a better person. Because I can promise you, I've failed a lot of things in my life. I still fail at talking a lot. I still fail at being a good person. I still fail tests. But I've learned, or I think I've, I hope I've learned, how to become better through that failure. So that was, I guess, the esoteric, rambly part of this sermon. The concrete thing that I want everyone to get and that I want to end on. It's the beginning of the semester, y'all. You've been told this, I don't know, a hundred times. Everyone's been asked, what's your major? What's your name? We all know what the beginning of the semester feels like. But we don't, we all know what the beginning of a semester feels like in God's light, in God's hope, with, our, with patience. Because we're given the opportunity, we're given the chance, we're given 
everything we need to persevere, to carry on, and become better. Last, this semester, I'm taking a lot of classes I'm nervous about. But I'll become a better, I don't know, mathematician because of it, or statistician, whatever. We'll become better writers, we'll become better Russian speakers, we'll become better engineers, better environmental scientists. But we'll also become better people because we'll have challenges that we'll overcome. Those challenges are unique to everyone. I can't say that I know everything that everyone is going through around this room. As much as I'd love to, I don't think it's possible for me to. But I want to say, and I want to give witness to the patience you can learn from God. Because I truly feel like I've been given that patience. And that doesn't mean I don't get frustrated and I don't get angry. Because we all... A lot of y'all in this room know how frustrated and angry I can really get. But it means that under the frustration, under the anger, under the trepidation, I still know the promise. And I still know how to work towards becoming a better person. So go out into the semester and understand that darkness comes, right? That night will eventually hit. There'll be a, everyone hits a low point in the semester. Everyone hits a low point in their life. But you are beautifully made. You are wonderfully made. And God has given to each of us individually the ways to cope with that and the way to become stronger in that. And I hope we can all realize that and we can all figure out what our own way is, what our own path is. Will you all join me in prayer? Dear God, humbly we come to you knowing that we are loved by you and knowing that we're beautiful in your eyes. And we hope that you can show us that beauty. You can show us what it means to turn night, to turn the night and the darkness into light. We hope to see our path and to see the path that is most pleasing and most good to you. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen. So as the band comes up, at the end of these last two songs, we will um, pass the peace of Christ down the aisle by